Last night, I was in Westbury. I saw firsthand and heard from frustrated and angry residents and community leaders about their concerns and their experiences. Begekele, as you know, is going to be in that community this morning. He's going to address them, and they've said they're not standing down until somebody of his seniority shows up to come and speak to them. The area remains on lockdown with several roads blockaded. Uh, they're blocked off from traffic. There are big stones um, and rocks uh, that have created, uh, they've been created rather as barriers. I mean, I saw a female motorist trying to enter on a section of Hay Avenue last night and a car was pelted with rocks and stones as police watched. And of course, uh, she'd been warned enter at your own risk. There are no-go areas there. The anger is palpable from Reicher Park to Eldorado Park to Coronation and now Westbury. The residents are saying all they are is voting fodder for various political parties who show up uh, trying to get their votes and then ignore them once elections are over. And so far, from what we've seen these protests are really a cry for help. And uh, it's unclear to me what assurances will be enough from Begitele this morning. Uh, I'm not quite sure what he will say to assuage their rage. And it's a rage born out of a clear awareness that there are, in fact, no easy answers to the problems that they face. Listen, everyone I spoke to there yesterday was telling me the reality is people know who the dealers are. They're their cousins. They are their friends. They are their neighbors. They are their uncles. I spoke to uh, Justin Favor, who grew up with a father who told me that he told me that was a drug dealer himself. Uh, he said he was a user for 12 years. He assures me now that they're both born again and they clean and they haven't used for a long time. But the point is, you're not going to turn in your own family members that you likely depend on, uh, that you love, and that you might even be afraid of. There are also allegations, of course, that uh, the local police officers are in on this, that they are corrupt, so that even if you were to turn this person that you know and love dearly, uh, they would surely find out that it was you who pointed the finger at them. And of course, why would education be an option in those communities when the schools are barely functioning? Um, and the men who are feared, who are most feared and respected are the dealers themselves. And spare a thought for the single mom who must fight and look on and count the years as their son or daughter are slowly sucked in to dealing and using. My question this morning is, when will we start thinking differently about substance abuse? When will we start thinking of it as an addiction? Listen, we can all show up and uh, beat our chest, right, with rifles and stun grenades and make noise. We can all show up and beat our chest as we throw missiles of rocks and bottles. But is that really the solution? Because treatment centers, recreational facilities, uh, taking people in and treating them as though they are facing a real illness rather than criminalizing addiction, that requires a lot more work. That requires much harder answers. It certainly doesn't grab headlines. So where's the glory in that?